Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends of the Force, your Star Wars podcast for positivity and collaboration. I am your host, Brad Whipple, and this is our series from a certain point of view, where we interview authors, fans, other podcasters, you name it, in the Star Wars community to learn about their Star Wars story. On today's show, we have a very special guest. You might have seen her daughter cosplaying as Kylo Ren across the interwebs, and yes, it makes all of us very, very happy in times that can sometimes feel a bit rough, and we talk about her Star Wars story when she first got into it and what it's been like to now see Star Wars through the eyes of her daughter. So without further ado, let's find out from a certain point of view what Star Wars means to Ella and Nikki. You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Well, joining me today here on From a Certain Point of View here at Friends of the Force is Ella, also known as Obi-Wan Cannoli on Twitter, and her daughter, Nikki. Ella, how's it going today? Hey, it's going good. Very happy to have you on the on the show. Very happy to be here. Fun little story for those of you out there listening, but I had the uh, pleasure of meeting you at New York Comic Con, actually. It was very coincidental, but I had seen the, the Chewbacca that you were taking a photo with, and... I walked past him and I was like, oh my God, that's a really great Chewbacca cosplay. And I was th- thinking about it and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and ask to take a photo with him. And I turn around and lo and behold, I see Nikki in the stroller dressed as Kylo Ren. She's sleeping. She's taking a nap. New York Comic Con is exhausting as heck. And <laughs> you're, you're taking a photo with her and Chewbacca and Han Solo. And I was like, oh my God, it's you guys. And it was just such a fun moment to like kind of coincidentally run into you at the con which is so massive already yeah that was really awesome like i had a couple of people come up to me but it, it just kind of like it always like takes me back that first of all that we even like found each other in this where there's thousands of people mm-hmm. um and then even just the fact that someone would recognize more so people usually tend to recognize nikki but to recognize nick you know to recognize one of us and just it was just really awesome to meet you because we've you know interacted on twitter and all of that and it was just it was cool yeah any anytime we get to meet the 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 Twitterverse in real life, the the people that we we enjoy talking to on the interwebs, the people that make the experience enjoyable in the Star Wars fandom, it's always a good time. So I'm very happy to have you on and just talk to you about your Star Wars experience and also how you've you've passed that love for Star Wars on to Nikki, and then maybe later in the show ask her a couple questions uh, to see to see how much she does love Kylo Ren at her heart. So uh, to get started, uh, Ella, do you want to tell me a little bit about your earliest memories of Star Wars? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I can't remember a time in my life that I didn't know Star Wars. My mm-hmm. dad is a huge Star Wars fan. My uncle's a huge Star Wars fan. You know, I have a lot of just really big fans in my family. And it's just from the time I was a kid, I can just remember like the movies. I also like remember my dad going to like the theaters to see when they remastered the movies. I didn't yeah. get to go with him, but I remember him coming home with like the Darth Vader, like popcorn bucket and all of that stuff <laughs> and being just like so super into it. And um, it's just, it, it's just kind of always been there. And then the prequels came out when I was around 
eight, um, eight or nine ish. And it was, it, I just fell in love. I fell in love with mainly with Padme at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I always had a crush on Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> Didn't we all? I mean, I how can you look at Ewan McGregor and not have a crush on him? I, well, my first ever crush was on Solo, um, you know, mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. And, you know, my parents had to break it to me that, like, in the 90s when I was watching it, Harrison Ford was no longer, you know, the same. I was like, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, and I also had a crush on Indiana Jones because, like, oh, my God, that's yeah. on Solo in a hat. Right. Um, you know, so I, I fell in love with Padme. And then I, um, as I got a little bit older and, like, the Clone Wars came out and, uh, well, Attack on the Clo- Attack of the Clones and um revenge of the sith i fell in love with hayden christensen like Mm -hmm. my teenage heart just could not handle (laughs) (laughs) that man's good looks um so i was such an anakin stan i mean i would like fight with people on forums i fought with people on myspace like Mm -hmm. that's like you know probably fought with people on like fredster or something like (laughs) it was being such an anakin stan um (laughs) And, you know, I would cosplay as Padme and it was just, it was my life. It was something that I loved and it was always just kind of a piece of me. No matter what I did, no matter what else I enjoyed in life, I always had my Star Wars. Mm -hmm. When you really looked at the the story of Star Wars and you said too that you really connected with Padme, what was it about the story itself that that made you always go back to it. Cause I think for everybody, there's a different reason, which makes it such a wonderful franchise. Cause many things out there are just very cut and dry. This is why I like it. This is why I don't, but star Wars, it's a, it's a variety of things for people. I feel like if you ask me that at different points in my life, I would give you different answers. Uh, as a kid, I think I loved it because it was just filled with like action. And these women who were like fierce, these women who would talk back to the boys and had these great big attitudes that I loved and I wish that I had. I was a very quiet kid. Um, I like to read and all that. So I was very bookish, very shy, very quiet. And I would just, you know, like Princess Leia, she just she took nothing from nobody. Mm-hmm. She spoke her mind. She fought back, you know, and it's the same thing then with Padme. She she didn't stay quiet. She led her people. She was a good person but she made sure she got things done and she cared about everybody you know she didn't only think of you know the people of you know uh naboo she also thought of the gungans under the water you know she yeah the slaves on tatooine yeah exactly the slaves on tatooine she always put everybody into the equation and you know and it was just it was always some someone that i strive to be and then as the movies went on we saw more of her and I also, I read a lot of the books. I read the comic books. I watched the TV series, you know, both of the Clone Wars series because they had that, like, uh, Samurai Jack version of it. And then they also yes. had actual, you know, like, TV show with, like, Ahsoka and yeah. all that. Um, and the movie. And then also Revenge of the Sith. And I just kind of, like, immersed myself into all of that. And I just, I really connected just at different points. You know, when I was a teenager, I think I connected a lot with, like, that feeling I connected a little bit, maybe a little bit more with Anakin with his feeling of loneliness and his feeling of not feeling like he fit in with these people that, you know, mm-hmm. he was meant to fit in with and things of that nature. And, um, I of course did not like slaughter an entire village of people, but yeah, it's a little rough. <laughs> it's a rough patch for, uh, for Aiden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but then, then I also, of course, you know, I always connected with Padme, this, just this 
woman of power, this woman who, despite everything, just stood up to anybody. I mean, even in the end, she, you know, she she did not go out not fighting. Mm -hmm. um, aggressive negotiations. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> definitely all about aggressive negotiations. With you loving Padme so much, do you hope... I, it might be a long shot, but do you hope maybe in The Rise of Skywalker we get some sort of nod to Natalie oh, Portman, Padme, yes, Anakin? Yes, oh, I have. I, want my, it. I have so much faith in it. So I, as someone who is so in love with Padme and totally stands the living daylights out of her, um, I was very disappointed in the ending, I'm not going to lie, of Revenge of the Sith and the way George mm -hmm. handled it. Um, that That I could probably give you an entire podcast just on that alone. <laughs> but um, I hope so much that she has, there is something of her in there, even if it's just like Kylo, you know, seeing something of hers or, yeah, you know, something, you know, because I just, I just, I hope like, I, is it okay to like talk a little bit about the trailer? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You talk about whatever I, you want. I think that C-3PO, when he says, I'm saying goodbye to my friends, I don't think he's talking to um, Ray, Finn, and Poe. Mm -hmm. I think he's talking to uh, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Padme. I love that idea, actually. I mm -hmm. think that they put the, either they put like that chip that Zori Bliss has, um, I think they put it in him, his head, and he either is reverting back to his memories from, um, because Bail Organa had him wiped. Yeah. So he does not have any memories of what happened, uh, you know, earlier than like post Revenge of the Sith. Um, unlike R2, who has all of his memories, who could have mm -hmm. totally solved a lot of problems by now if he would just, you know, open up and <laughs> share all of it. Right. But I think when Zuri Bliss puts that back in, you know, this is obviously all complete speculation. Um, right. I'm probably wrong. I think maybe he starts to get those memories back. And as it's filtering through those memories, they're kind of like, hey, what's going on, C-3PO? And he's kind of like, I'm saying goodbye to my friends because he's reliving all of those memories of what happened before he was wiped. You know, I think I, that is I, a very popular theory, and I think speculating is fun for this very reason. It is. It is. Because yeah. there's so many things that they can do with it, and, you know, it's we, don't, we, we have no idea. So I, I kind of hope that that's what it is. I hope it's him kind of being like, you know, he gets this, you know, see them all one more time before he uh does whatever he's gonna do <laughs> yeah <laughs> i hope he lives i'm like as annoying as he's been all the movies now i'm like realizing what could happen and i'm like oh please don't go <laughs> Did <you> really die <laughs> yeah like i guess they could yeah i guess they can they can right you can't just i, I mean you could upload them somewhere else that's what i was thinking just put him I, in a new I body have, you know give him that I'm brand new here. red arm shine Right, exactly. That's something he could have a whole new red body. Um, <laughs> I do my my big fear, which I don't know if you you know you may have seen me in dead on Twitter is um we're gonna lose our big furry friend. Yeah, gonna, that would gonna, be brutal. I think Chewie's gonna be the one one of the ones. I think there's gonna be multiple character deaths, but I do think um that Chewie is gonna be one of them. Mm -hmm. I really hope. Not, I hope Chewie does somehow make it through. I think that would probably be the most gut-wrenching death for me to see on screen. And even probably even worse than Luke or Han, just for just for me personally. So I try not to fall back on the EU at all, because um, I know it's dead, I know it's gone. Mm -hmm. I love it, 
but I still love the sequel trilogy, even though I love it. I'm like some people. Chewie does die saving one of Han's kids. Yeah. He gets um, crushed by a moon. Did, yeah. <laughs> he he dies saving Anakin Solo. And I don't know, I think maybe maybe he's gonna die for a different solo this time. Yeah. <laughs> well, fingers crossed. Maybe they can have that, you know, son and I guess furry uncle reunion. <laughs> oh, I do hope there is that. You know, I I do think that, you know, Chewie's definitely still mad at him, of course. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chewie's just gonna forgive him. But I do think that I do think they could find a place of forgiveness. Yeah. You talked about liking the EU and yeah. for quite a while after Revenge of the Sith, which you said you were kind of disappointed in how it ended, which I definitely don't blame you because, you know, personally, I love the character of Padme. I love Natalie Portman. I think it was just probably a, a matter of the writing of the film. I don't necessarily think George is the best at handling on screen romance personally. <laughs> And you, I think, you, you know, you put you Natalie Portman and Hayden Christensen in better hands of writing, even like somebody like a Ryan Johnson. I would have really liked to see a Ryan Johnson directed Revenge of the Sith, just saying. But even an Attack of the Clones, you know, yeah, oof. there. Yeah, it'd be great. But now going, having all those years in between when Revenge of the Sith comes out and getting the announcement of a new trilogy, what was that like for you as a Star Wars fan growing up with it to find out we were going to get all these new movies? I was ecstatic. First of all, I was probably like one of the only people I know who was excited that Disney bought Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I was so happy about that. I'm a huge Disney person. Um, like go to the theme parks multiple times a year. And so like I knew that once they bought Star Wars, we were getting a Star Wars park. Like that was that was it. Like whether it was going to be just something inside of a park or it was going to be a whole thing on itself. Um, I was like, I know that they are going to make a park. Why would they not? You know, mm-hmm. whether you're a casual fan or a hardcore fan or just kind of vaguely know of Star Wars, you would go. Right. Um, just to be in that immersive experience, because that's the one thing Disney does so right is those immersive experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I was so ecstatic about that. And then they announced a whole set of trilogy that would end the Skywalker saga. And I was just... I was so happy. I was like, I didn't like that, you know, it was just left. Like, it was so weird. Like, I couldn't imagine just being left alone. I knew eventually that they would do something, you know, whether it would be one movie or two, you know, or, you know, something. They had to do something. Like, it just feels incomplete. And having that entire EU, um, I figured that they would take something from there. I really did think that they were just going to keep the storyline of, you know, what actually happened in the EU, but I understand why they didn't. Cause then like, it's just kind of stale at that point for people who are watching it. Like you just mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Um, but essentially they, I mean, they did keep a lot of key components of it. You know, it, it Han and Leia's son falls to the dark side and all of that, you know, follows invaders footsteps. Um, which I guess we can't really say that anymore since today <laughs> we found out that that's not really what happened. Right. Uh, with the com with the comic yeah. announcements. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it's kind of more post that he became a little bit more fanatical. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty big revelation. I saw that today and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> Twitter oh, is I going was, to lose its mind. And I was oh, like, man, I did. Oh, I did. I, I, yeah. okay, I'll admit it on your podcast. <laughs> Why not? I was I, cr- I was in a cab coming home and yeah. 
I cried a little bit. <laughs> I think the cab driver thought I was a little nuts. But like after years now of fighting for this character, it was just so relieving mm-hmm. that Disney was like, no, no, you guys are right. Yeah. He is a victim of something. Does he go on to make bad choices and do bad things? Of course. Yeah, of course he did. Of course. But he didn't have this. Like, this wasn't his, like, plan. This isn't what he was out to do. This is where he fell into it. He didn't Uh, have some crazy manifesto that he's been drafting up since he was a kid. Right, he wasn't like a Vader fanboy who was like, yeah, Grandpa. Like, I'm going to follow you to the dark side and I'm going <laughs> to kill people and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. No, he was right. truly trying to be a good Jedi and, you know, had things going on in his head from what we understand with Snoke. Mm-hmm. And then and he wakes up to his uncle trying to kill him, which I'm sorry. I, t- I tell this to like this. I always everybody, whoever gives me pushback on that. If you, you woke up and your uncle was standing over you with a knife or a gun, what would you do? Yeah. What would you feel? Would you ever forgive that person? Because I know I would never be able to forgive or trust that person. Ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, for all you know, they tried to kill you. You would it's never It's all from a certain point again. of view, too. Because Luke, we know from Luke's point of view, he really, really regrets that. Of course. And he, oh, of he course. Only, it was only a fleeting moments of of that feeling and, and then immediate guilt right afterwards for, but from like you're saying Kyle's perspective, that's something that can't be unseen. Right. Exactly. Unfelt. You would never forgive that. How could you ever yeah. trust to lay your head down where that person can get you again? Mm-hmm. Like that's a great point. And then from there, when he tried to run to his peers, they turned on him and they accused him of killing Luke. And then they tried to kill him. Like, you know, like you would just be done with it as well. <laughs> um, and it's so sad too. It says he goes to the only person left only that he friend. can really go to is his only friend, Snoke. Yeah. Which I think the significance of Ray coming along is like, wow, there's another friend out there I could make besides Snoke. It, well, which is I, why I can now kill him in The Last Jedi. I, it's because I have a different exactly. friend. Well, I, yeah. I don't even know if it's only I have a new friend. I have this person who accepts me, understands me isn't trying to control me, Mm -hmm. isn't trying to outwardly try and change me. I mean, later on, obviously, that becomes a point of contingency where he's kind of like, wait a minute. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I feel like he just put a lot of trust into her and that bond, you know, made him feel like accepted by somebody uh, where his whole life he was rejected by everybody. And, you know, Han and Leia were afraid of him and they brought him over to Luke. Luke tried to snow, you know, did all of this stuff to him, uh, abused him, beat him, you know, twisted and turned him into the thing that he is. We have no idea what the Knights of Red have done. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't know anything about them. And then he finds, you know, this person who is just there and and, and kind to him. I mean, you know tries to kill him at certain points but after that after they kind of get past that you know and he listens to her that you're not alone neither are you and it's just like this this real friendship and bond forms for a moment 
Um, and then he says dumb things because he doesn't know how to talk to people, which is evident. And <laughs> then she abandons him. So he feels that sense of abandonment again. So, yeah, you know, I think Rise is really going to it's going to I feel like it's just be, it's going to be good. I, yeah, I, I everything I can't that wait. they're setting up just leads to a point where I think they're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when I think when people say there hasn't been a plan, I'm like, eh. There's well, Adam plan, Driver, Adam you know. Driver has known the ending of the film since before the beginning of the film. Yeah, and a person like Adam Driver, I feel like he's kind of a picky actor in a sense that like he really wants to take on a role that is he's going to believe in. He's going to believe in the character. That's just how he operates. So of course JJ is going to go to him and say, "Here's your entire three movie arc of your character, and here are all the motivations, and here where your character, here's where your character ends up." Adam would not sign on to a movie that he doesn't know where it's going. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know so much about. Yes. And, but I also think that it was more so because, so he would know how to act in those moments. Yeah. That too. This is where you're going to end up. Mm -hmm. So how would you act out these scenarios? Yes. You know, how do you feel that this person who has gone through these things, you know, I feel like he's known everything that we don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, so he probably knew about the temple and all of that stuff, you know, which is why that whole like you're not alone, neither of you thing really probably got him, you know, someone who when especially someone when he just kind of like, you know, he told them about, you know, the whole thing that happened with Luke didn't then be like, no, you're lying. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Adam knew Adam has from the beginning from The Force Awakens kind of like uh promotional stuff has always said he's never seen kylo as a villain kylo is not the villain <laughs> yes he says it a lot and i feel yeah. like people just kind of took it as a ha ha the villain doesn't think he's a villain right no no he <laughs> understands the character is what's right. going on <laughs> knows more and i think that's why he's not doing a lot of promotional for this film he's kind of like the uh, tom holland of the star <laughs> yeah. wars universe yes where, exactly you know <laughs> they gotta put a muzzle on him <laughs> Every saying your character is not the villain. You, whenever someone asks you about Raylo, you smile, and then you make Ray and Kylo kiss. <laughs> on, was that Stephen Colbert where he was making the doll? Yes. Yep. Yeah. They're like, you can't do that again, Adam. I think the mouse has canon. decided no more. <laughs> not until we get closer, because he'll just give the whole plot. <laughs> oh, that makes me think though. Maybe post Rise of Skywalker, maybe he'll go on some press events, and then. We'll get some really great sound bites from Adam Driver. Oh, one can hope. He'll do prior to as well, you know. Yeah. Like, well, the premieres and stuff, he'll definitely do them. Um, but like to me, that's why he's not doing like any of this yes. stuff. <laughs> I would completely like, agree with you. Keep him quiet. The I Tom Holland like, of Star Wars. Hard to like um, when you know, like when there's this character that everybody wants to know very specific things about. It's probably hard to even interview. Like, what are you going to say the whole time? Can't tell you. Mm-hmm. Can't tell you can't tell you like yeah you know no it totally know. makes sense the great thing about the the star wars community is sure there's maybe a small minority of very hateful people but we like to kind of shove them off in their own little corner and block and mute them and let them go on with their lives live you know live how you want to live but that's not enjoyable whatsoever to anybody um, but yourselves exactly. but then there's the other part of the community that is like you know the Raylos and uh, Ben Demptionists and all these like great people that you have this discourse with on Twitter and I'm sure yourself and, and myself at least has found a lot of great people through these outlets so what's it been like for you as a fan now having something like a Twitter where you you have a presence on and with your pictures of Nikki 
that you're able to meet a lot of different types of people through your, you know, your shared interests and your shared perspectives of Star Wars. Definitely. Um, I have made a lot of really, really, really good friends um, through Twitter. Um, I also connect, reconnected with a lot of old friends who are also Relos. And it was kind of like, you know, like when you have like those Facebook friends that you've just known forever, but like you don't really talk and like, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, yeah, they're, they're my friend, you know, but then like, there's a couple of those people who are like, I'm like, wait a minute, are you a Raylo? (laughs) And they're like, yeah. (laughs) And it's like, now we talk every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I'm in group chats with them and things like that. So it's super exciting, but I've met so many amazing people that I've become so close with and who I talk to every day, who I interact with every day, who have watched my daughter grow up basically almost. I mean, Nikki's been, I'm a lot of it. A lot of people are from Tumblr as well. Cause that's kind of where it started. Um, and then I transitioned mm-hmm. over to Twitter when Tumblr kind of died. Um, so basically almost for like a year and a half of Nikki's life, you know, which for someone who's only about to be three, that's pretty, <laughs> you know, that's a significant, that's half of her life. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's why, like, some people, like, I'll post a picture, I'm like, oh, my God, she's gotten so big. Especially when I do the side-by-sides of her first Kylo costume and this one. Um, people are like, who is that tiny, bald, little nugget? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Nikki. And it's just, we have made such amazing friends. Both, you know, Nikki obviously doesn't realize that she's made these friends. <laughs> but when we do meet people in person, you know, they she's connected with them. And there's some people who we constantly see on a you know, monthly or, you know, regular basis that she, you know, she doesn't know that they're from like the internet, but she's come to like love and, you know, um, we go to like their birthday parties and we hang out. Nikki was actually telling me about uh, Jessica's birthday party the other day. It was funny. We went to um, Jessica's birthday, uh, sad boy Kylo's birthday uh, over Comic-Con weekend. And Mm -hmm. like two days ago, randomly, she was like telling me about it. Nikki was just like, remember the Kylo Ren and Ray Ray cake? (laughs) like yes why do you (laughs) and she was like telling me all about because we went to like a hibachi place yeah remember the fire and i'm like yes (laughs) um you know you know there are people who have impacted both of our lives in such positive ways um and we've just we've made i made so many so many good friends and that's one of the greatest things about this fandom is even back in the day i would make so many good friends i'm still friends with those people today some are Raylo, some are not, some are understanding, some I've had to disconnect with. But, you know, it's that's the thing about Star Wars is like you could be from any walk of life and just sit down and have a great conversation, whether in person or online about Star Wars. And I, I brought up originally to introduce this conversation, you know, the, the bad parts of the fandom, because sometimes it can seem like the hateful voices overcrowd everybody else. But once you really do find that pocket of people that you can really relate to and vibe with that's really special and you just hold on to it. And I think that's what can make the online Twitter community great in some ways. I agree. I definitely agree. Now, getting Nikki to to become a Star Wars fan, what did that look like for her growing up? Like you said, you know, it's it's almost half of her life, uh, you know, kind of getting involved with this. So when, when she was born, did you want to show her it? Like, you know, when she, when she well, could watch yeah, it mean- or... Yes and no. Um, it was on in my delivery room, actually. Not even gonna lie. Um, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. I really, I think it was Empire, but I probably okay. wrong on that. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember right now which one it was. Um, I'd have to go look at the picture. I have pictures from like in my, 
until I'd have to go look because it's in the background on TV. Um, <laughs> which everybody was just like, really? Of course. <laughs> um, but I wanted, I always do at some point, like I have a lot of Star Wars tattoos. I have a lot mm-hmm. of Star Wars collectibles all over my home, you know, from lightsabers to pictures to this to that books. My entire bookshelf is Star Wars um, figures. And I knew at some point Nikki would know what it was but I never wanted to force it on her and I never wanted yeah. her to feel like she had to like it because I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like very mm, about it with her kind of like, yeah, it's here. You know, if I watch it and it's on, she can watch it. Something like that. We were, I want to say we were like at my parents' house or something. And the force awakens came on TV, you know, like how they do those like star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Nikki sat down this was probably she was over a year old because Last Jedi had already come out and Last Jedi was also already on D, like out on like DVD basically you could buy it like on iTunes type of deal, so yep. whenever that was, um, it was like right around that time, so she sat down she just watched the entire thing, like of The Force Awakens, and I was like, um, okay, <laughs> interesting, so I bought. The Last Jedi on iTunes, and her and I watched it, and she, if a human could have heart eyes, she had heart eyes the entire time. (laughs) She fell in love. And then from then, she would ask me to, like, watch Kaiwo, and (laughs) I didn't know what that was. (laughs) Like, she kept saying it to me, and I'm like, what? She's like, Kaiwo. And I'm like, what are you saying right now? She's like, Kaiwo. And I'm like, okay, listen. <laughs> like, watch. And I would try putting on other things. She'd be like, no, Kaiwo. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what that is. And then finally we put I put on, and she's like, Kaiwo. And I'm like, she's talking about Kylo Ren. Okay. <laughs> um, and from there, she's just she's watched all of them now. So she's seen, you know, all eight. Mm-hmm. She's watched the cartoons. Uh, she's seen all the Clone Wars. She's seen Rebels. She's uh she watches Resistance she's we've cut watched some of like those old ewok tv shows the droids things like that um she loves it she's just fallen in love and i you know i'd never put it if if nikki ever falls out of love with it then that's nikki you know i always encourage her to be her own person yeah um and do what she wants to do and be her own little beacon of light and just shine and make the world a better place that's always something i try and instill in her you know she's still very young but I always try and tell her, like, let's let, try and bring happiness. Mm-hmm. If what you're doing isn't making people happy, you know, and not making yourself happy either, because I can't imagine just being hateful your entire life would make you very happy. But if you're not bringing some sort of positivity, then you need to look and see what's going on. Right. You know, and reevaluate what you're doing. So I, you know, if, if it makes Nikki unhappy, then Nikki stops. And that's mm-hmm. always been my thing. And But she's just been so into it and she you know we whenever we go like to like a bookstore she wants to get like a new star wars book we get a new star wars book and then we read it and then i gotta read it 30 times Um, (laughs) you know she and she has like all the toys she you know we go to the store yeah if we go to target which target's already a dangerous place for me because i want to buy everything oh preach (laughs) you're preaching at the choir here (laughs) i totally get that i'm like oh yes i totally need this random decoration Wait, nope. Like, I need oh, this blanket's one. really soft. I'm gonna exactly. buy that. I'm like, oh yeah. This oh, here's this pot it. I never will use. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Put that on my mantle. That I don't need. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I, you know, whenever we're there, she's always like, I get a toy. I'm like, okay. So she's allowed to pick out one toy. It's always a Star Wars toy. You know, she always goes over there and we, we will sit there and I'll be like, you have that, you have that, you have that, you have this, you have that. So she ends up getting like those like mystery lightsaber things. It's like a lightsaber that has like all these little mystery figures in it. Um, like these little tiny mm-hmm. characters and then you open them up and there's like a whole bunch of them in there. And she always gets upset when she doesn't get like a 20th Kylo. Um, <laughs> luckily she got him like on the first try maybe not so luckily because now every time she doesn't get him she's like mommy I'm like <laughs> what do you want me to do like, sorry snap your fingers and he appears <laughs> yeah um so you know so she just she she loves it and i as long as she loves it will you know i will continue to embrace that and support her and whatever she wants to do we do and from there we you know we see where the future goes. Mm-hmm. Watching Star Wars through her eyes, how has that... I always think back to that Yoda line when he says, you know, the mind of a child, how great it is, or something like that. He says it in Attack of the Clones. So what's it been like to watch Star Wars through Nikki's eyes, and how has that maybe changed the way that you interpret some of the stories? Just watching it through the eyes of a kid and a kid experiencing it for the first time. Yeah, um, I definitely get that, like, nostalgic feeling that I had when I was a kid and I was watching, like, the originals of, like, lightsaber fights and pew, pew, pew with the guns and, like, how, like, exciting and thrilling all of that is. And, like, you know, even while it's on, she'll sometimes she'll go, like, grab her lightsaber. Well, she'll grab, like, both of them. She'll grab her Ray and her Kylo lightsaber and she'll bring it to me. She'll be like, Mommy, come on, let's do it. Like, you know, let's, let's have a lightsaber fight. And like that, just that pure excitement. And it's like kids pick up on different things. You know, Nikki doesn't see the love stories. Mm-hmm. She, that's not what she sees. You know, she sees the lightsabers. She sees Kylo, this, you know, tantrum throwing, <laughs> <laughs> you know, guy who I guess she can throw his lightsaber at the, at the wall. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I want to do that. um you know she sees everything else she sees the fight the droids oh she loves all of the droids she loves bb and r2 and now she knows dio so dio and 3po and you know all of these just she loves all the droids too so she always knows when they're like going to be on screen um and she thinks bb's hilarious like uh, in last (laughs) Jedi when he steals the uh walker to shoot at oh yeah 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 yeah. at the very end with rose and finn yeah with rose and finn yes that is funny racks up she thinks it's hilarious when he does (laughs) and she's like mommy look at bb look at him (laughs) i'm like i know i see yeah Uh, you know so she just she sees different things like you know i'm watching it and i'm like i see right (laughs) now yeah and i see star wars as i see star wars as you know empowerment and hope and all of that stuff and she doesn't say any of that she's just like she's these really cool fights and lightsabers and this dude who's wearing all black and a Mm -hmm. mask and she really likes that mask and um you know it's and just all of that and i you know i don't i i wish i could see it directly through her eyes because i wish i could tell you like why she liked the thing about it that she likes for you know, for a little girl, I get a lot of slack for why doesn't your daughter like Ray more? And I'm like, I can't control her. Yeah, she <laughs> likes what she likes. I you know, <laughs> doesn't like. I can tell you why she doesn't like Ray more, but I can't tell you why she liked Kylo more to begin with. 
I could tell you she likes Ray, but she doesn't like Ray as much because Ray hurts Kylo. But I can't because she bugs out. She, mm-hmm. we like cannot watch that and the ending of the Force. The Force Awakens like ends <laughs> when they're fighting in the snow. That's it. It's yeah. Over. <laughs> we don't get we don't even watch the part where he gets scarred because she doesn't like it she she gets right. very upset so and that is something that ray does mm-hmm. um so and again this is coming from a child this isn't coming from me of like well how dare that hero beat up the what they perceive as the bad guy no i totally understand why she does it obviously and i su- fully supported her in that moment of yeah he needs to get his bucket um yeah to nikki put him so- in his place for a little bit yeah, exactly. Like, I am so for that. But Nikki, who, for whatever reason, which I cannot explain, people ask me all the time why I can't explain it. She's too young to explain it. She just likes Kylo the most. <laughs> she likes, she just loves him. And mm-hmm. so, because another character hurt him, that character she likes less. Totally get that. That makes, in, that makes a lot of sense. In The Last Jedi, once again, Ray hurts Kylo. So mm-hmm. she fires the blaster at him, which Nikki hates. But then we realize, you know, we, we talk about, we, you know, I try and explain to her. It's not real, you know, because she sees that Kylo doesn't get shot. Um, and then at the end, she knocks him out. So for Nick, you know, for a, a kid who just sees what she sees as her hero, because she doesn't understand where he fits into this story. She sees her hero being harmed by another character. And she doesn't like that. Mm hmm. And I also don't think that just because Ray's a girl, my daughter has to like her. Um, my daughter does like her. My daughter does like mm-hmm. her. She dresses up as Ray and she loves it. She she calls her Ray Ray. She does love Ray, but she does not love Ray as much as Kylo. And mm-hmm. I can't explain that to you. I can't explain that to anybody. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, she just does. So to Nikki, who is almost three, Kylo is her hero. Mama, Speaking of which... <laughs> yes nikki um yeah so (laughs) it's like she it's like beetlejuice you say her name too many times she she's summoned (laughs) now with you you mentioned her dressing up so obviously one one goes to your your profile on twitter and the first thing they'll see is your pinned tweet with nikki being held by the one and only Hayden Christensen so that's a pretty cool experience and again it's one of those things where she'll she'll probably look back on the photo when she's older and like cherish it forever and she probably still cherishes it even now but what's it like for you and her to to go to these events like a Star Wars celebration or a New York Comic Con and get her to dress up and just have fun at these things um yeah so it's really awesome so the picture with Hayden came out so much better than my wildest dreams could have. Like, <laughs> it was so amazing. And he knew who she, okay, he knew who she was dressed as. I always say he knew who she was. And people are like, he knows your daughter? I'm like, no. I mean, he knows that <laughs> um, His grandson. So he was just, like, <laughs> he was totally into it. He was like, oh my God. <laughs> he <was> like, <laughs> and like, he asked me if I wanted to be in the photo and I was like, no, I really just want, you know, grandma, uh, grandma, grandpa, grandson shot. And he was like, that's awesome. And, um, you know, I was like, do you mind holding her? And he was like, absolutely not. He picked her right up. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> she gave him like this great big hug and 
it was just so cute. And then he was like, you know what, you know what would be more comfortable? And then he kind of like the way the, that shot worked out the way it did is because he's like, let me do this. And he kneeled down uh, on one knee. So she's on his other knee sitting. Uh-huh. And uh, the photographer kind of had to like <laughs> finagle with the camera. Um, <laughs> but they got that shot. And it was the first one, you know, right on it. And Hayden was like, is it good? Does it look? And I was like, oh, my God. I was looking at it on like the camera. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm just going to cry. I'm like, this is the cutest thing ever. So, yeah, so I was just so excited about that. But going to conventions with Nikki is, it's fun and it's different. I've been going to conventions for a really, really long time now. Um, I started going to them when I was a teenager. And, you know, when at that time you have such different priorities. It's like, I'm going to go to all these panels. I'm going to go and do all these meetups. I'm going to get this. I'm going to do that. When you go with the toddler, it becomes like a schedule around the toddler's day. <laughs> um, you can plan to go to a panel. You might not be able to stay for the whole panel if she's not interested and she starts making lots of noise because you, you don't want to disrupt everybody in your surrounding area. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have to be prepared to kind of get up and walk out. And But we have a lot of fun with like just everybody that's there kind of feel. So she really loves seeing other cosplayers. So she'll see people dressed up as a, a whole bunch of different characters and just want to take photos with them. Um, you know, so she'll see like the Disney princesses and Captain Marvel and you know, other Kylo's always. Prepared. Yeah. Um, she'll see rays, which she always has to take out her lightsaber and she, you know, she <laughs> and she chokes them. Um, <laughs> she does the horse joke, you know, so she'll see other star Wars characters, you know, that she just recognizes as star Wars character and she'll run up to them and, you know, she'll say hi. And, you know, I'll have to ask for a picture. Cause she doesn't really know how to say that yet, but she'll just turn and smile. And I'm like, Oh, she wants to take a picture. <laughs> yeah. You know, she oh, she's also super into Sailor Moon right now. So she'll see like people dressed up like Sailor Moon. And she gets so excited. And it's just so it's it's thrilling. Like she has like such a different experience, I feel like, than anybody else. Like for her, it's like a giant room filled with all of her favorite characters. Cause she's kind of still in that age where she like she knows she's dressed up, but she sees adults, and I don't know if she knows that the adults are dressed up. <laughs> like <laughs> when we go to Disney. I'm pretty sure she thinks those are like the princesses. Like it's not that whole, this is someone in the costume for your entertainment type of deal. It's like, we're in this palace. There is a princess. Mm-hmm. Um, so she'll like see them. And I, I don't even think it registers to her that she just saw like eight Captain Marvels. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, Oh my God, there's Captain Marvel again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so, and then all of, like the toys, of course she wants everything. Um, but she's allowed to, you know, pick out a couple of things as we're going around. So we always get some really awesome stuff while we're there. Cause she always finds like the craziest but coolest stuff. Um, I guess because she's little and can like see <laughs> and sees like all the stuff that like I don't see. She's like, hey, look at the, you know, she's like, mommy, look, you know, she, and she picks out her artwork because she has all artwork in her room. Yeah. Um. So I ask her, you know, you want to put this in your room? And she tells me yes or no. Um. You know, so we we have a really good time. I love going to, you know cons and things with her because she's just such she loves it she loves to run around and just you know and people she's a ham she is a huge ham so she loves when people want to take her picture um she always you know generally will say yes i always have to you know determine whether or not i want to allow the photo um or if like we're in a situation where it's like okay now's not the time for a photo but she loves it she's a huge huge ham um so she always wants photos and it's also really cool to like just see other people who I may not have seen 
like, you know, who are coming from out of town to go to the cons or like celebration. I, we travel to that. So like going to Chicago um, and mm-hmm. seeing just like everybody from Twitter <laughs> was there. And it's like, yeah, what a unique experience, right? I it mean, is. It really, really Star Wars is. Celebration is, is the, is the pinnacle so event for us. So many people. And like, this was before Nikki even really was like a thing on Twitter too much. Um, now I feel like she's a little bit more popular, I guess is the word on Twitter. Um, so it was before she was even really too, too popular. Cause really what kind of like launched her was that Hayden photo. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still had people who did recognize her from like Tumblr or, you know, or from Twitter at the time. Cause I had just transitioned over like at the end of December into Twitter. Um, or Twitter who'd be like, Oh my God, you must be Ella. Cause that's definitely Nikki. <laughs> um, and she's part of the Galactic Academy, which is kind of like the 501st Rebel Legion's kid version of it. Um, oh, cool. So she was like, yeah, she would, so there was times that we were volunteering at the booth. So she was hang, hanging out at like the booth and people would come by and they'd be like, oh, because I would post on Twitter, like, hey, we're at the booth now. If you want to come say hi. And we'd have so many people come up and be like, you know, you know, hey, can I take a picture with you, Nikki? And, you know, stuff like that. So it was, yeah, it was so much fun. You know, cons are always such a great time with her because she, she just, she's such a great kid. <laughs> yeah. Are you thinking of maybe going to celebration next year? It does the, the forecast we are going. call for it. You are? The forecast calls for it. Yes. We have a ticket. Uh, oh, we have a hotel nice. room. Just have to get Great. Awesome. Well, Friends of the Forest will definitely see you there. So yeah. that will be very definitely exciting. Nikki, I want to ask you. So I, I think I know who your favorite character is. So who would that be? I think I know. Nikki, who's your favorite Star Wars character? <laughs> Nikki, why is Kylo Ren your favorite? Why do you like Kylo Ren? <laughs> this is not anything about Star Wars. She's talking about her chicken. Uh, <laughs> Nikki, what's your favorite Star Wars movie? What's your favorite Star Wars movie? Jedi. <laughs> Jedi. Um, she says Jedi. She means the last Jedi. Of course she does. It's the best one, obviously. <laughs> Nikki, are you excited for the new movie? Nick. What? Are you excited for the new movie coming out? The new Star Wars? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like the trailer that came out? Did you like that trailer? Remember the video you watched? Did you like it? Did you like that new Star Wars video? Yeah. Yeah. What did it need more of? Swim. What? What did it need more of? <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if you can hear her. The whisper. Her <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. It's like she knows his ship is called the Tie Whisper. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Kylo Ren. <laughs> It's like she's afraid to admit it. <laughs> she's like, don't let the internet know. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki, do you, do you think Kylo's a baby? <laughs> Nikki, do you think Kylo is baby? Me. Oh, that is. Do you think Kylo Ren is baby? Nope. What? That's a firm. <laughs> you, no, 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 no. She's saying no to this. Do you think Kylo Ren is baby? Nope. Really? Ooh. <laughs> As you laugh. Who is the baby? 
Glad to hear from Nikki. So now turning it back to you, Ella, I want to get some rapid fire questions at you as well. So one thing I really like to, to ask people is how might you be different without Star Wars in your life? Oh, wow. Um, a lot of that is a rough one. <laughs> I I know this one trips a lot of people up because it's very it's a very it's nuanced so, question. It's, it's a really lot. integrated into my life. I definitely wouldn't have this entire sleeve of tattoos. I can tell you that. Um, <laughs> maybe they'd be Star Trek tattoos. Who knows? Um, I Wow, I wouldn't know so many people. I wouldn't know most of my best friends. So that is crazy to even, like, try and think of that. To be very honest with you, like, a lot of my childhood games that we played, like, when I think back, I would... I wouldn't be me. I don't know what I would be. I'd be a totally different person. And that's mm-hmm. that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to think about. Yeah. yeah and it, people say, you know, oh, Star Wars is just a movie. And when I hear answers like yours, I mean, yes, it is just a movie. But at the same time, there's just something about this mo- these movies that hits us in a way that changes us for it, good. It really does. It's pretty incredible just to hear that and i think that will make i think i'm excited for star wars to live on so that that can be applied to many other future generations of people that like what you're feeling will continue to be felt for many many years to come and that's that's really cool i agree so thank you for sharing that what would you say your favorite star wars movie is and why oh even though I hate the ending, it uh, it is definitely Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. I think that there's just so much depth to that film. I think it's a I think it's a fantastic film. I think it's I think it's great, except for the the not even the ending. I shouldn't even say it like that. Like obviously he was gonna turn Darth Vader. Um, it's just how dirty Padme was done. If we can take out how dirty Padme was done in that film, I would say Revenge of the, yeah definitely Revenge of the Sith has always been my favorite Star Wars film. Um, yeah. Yeah. Battle of the Heroes. I mean, come on. That's a pretty amazing scene, regardless of, you know, the over the top choreography of it all. It's just uh, it's just eye candy. You know, the Star Wars. Like, I don't know. I love it. I love that. Yeah. I know it's over the top and I love it. Yeah, exactly. 90 percent fighting, 10 percent talking. (laughs) (laughs) And Mustafar, too. I mean, gosh, what a cool planet to have a volcano planet we need we need more of those in star wars i think maybe we might get that one back who knows (laughs) yeah who knows hopefully fingers crossed now when you boil down star wars to what it has meant to you i know you talked about how you you think you would be a completely different person without it but what is i guess the one feeling or the one word that kind of pops into your mind when you think about star wars or you see it on screen or you sit down and just enjoy it well for me it's like family and hope Mm -hmm. family because it's something that's always been within my family it's a family um and it just it reminds me of my family and Mm -hmm. um hope because no matter what in these films there's always always that piece of hope there's always that beacon of hope they you know and that's why it's not going to end in a horrible way it's going to end hopeful you know hopeful 
And hopefully never in our lifetimes. I hope it never ends. I hope <laughs> it never oh, ends I, while we're I still alive. Saga. <laughs> no, it's oh. not going to end. Disney needs that coin. Um, <laughs> it's like, please never stop. It's not going to end in like a dark way. It's going to yes. end on a, on a high note, on a, on a hope, <laughs> right. you know, that, that hopefulness is complete. Yes, definitely. The rise of right. Skywalker. I mean, yeah, rise, rise itself is a hopeful the word. The, the one Skywalker in the film. Yeah. <laughs> what excites you besides the Rise of Skywalker about the future of Star Wars the most? Like, what is something that you would really like to see done that you don't know about yet? And what is something that has been announced that you're very excited for? So two separate things. Don't think this will come as a shock to anybody, but Kenobi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love Obi-Wan, so definitely Kenobi. Um, I'm I want so that Ewan McGregor with a couple gray hairs on Tatooine. Yes. I'm so excited. I don't even think they've started to film. I don't know anything about this thing, but I am so excited for Kenobi. I'm also excited for Mandalorian. Do not get me wrong, but we're getting that so much. Yeah, better. it's interesting too because they just had that interview with Ewan in Men's Journal, and he said that he's been holding on to that secret for four years. I know that's crazy. That's crazy. The beans to everybody I know. Like and now, he- I go. To, I want to go back and watch all of his interviews and be like, "I know you know you're lying." <laughs> As even in like the, I'm pretty sure even in the Christopher Christopher Robin press tour, people were asking him like, "Will you come back as Obi Wan?" And he's like, "I don't know." And it's like the answer was yes. Oh, hi, Nikki. <laughs> oh, Nikki wants to tell you she's excited for Kylo Ren. Yeah. <laughs> i'm excited too nikki <laughs> i think everyone's excited for kylo ren well a lot of people are see? yeah i see it's a puddle. oh yeah yes the, oh yes the puddle yes the, the puddle is the water planet <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she was calling it a puddle i'm like that's an entire ocean kylo and ray fighting in the puddle <laughs> there yeah Tyler and Ray That's a new saying, nickname for the the planet officially. It's canon. They're fighting in a, a very rainy puddle. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, so I'm super excited for Kenobi. I'm very excited for Mandalorian. Don't get me wrong. Um, yes. What would I want to see? I would want to see. Ooh, I want to see more. I definitely want to see more of Finn, and I want to see more of Poe. Yes. So it would be cool to like. You know, we'll see where Rise of Skywalker goes. And from there, like, either go back or forward with either of them. I would really love to go back with Poe um, growing up in the Resistance because you know he knows who Ben is. Like, right. obviously. He grew up in the Resistance. His parents were best friends with Leia and Han. And, like, you're going to tell me they don't know, he doesn't know their one son. So I'm really curious about that. Um, and then I would love to see, even, you know, if they go back to Finn's time as a stormtrooper, or if they go forward after Rise of Skywalker, what happened with, mm-hmm. with Finn and Rose, of course. Anything with Rose, and I would love to see, like, a Rose and Paige TV series, um, you know, with their time prior and during the Resistance, you know, being in the Resistance. Definitely more Rose. Always more Rose. Yeah. Um, I love me some Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, She's the best. Too. I love her. Um, I was so happy at Celebration. Uh, we were at the panel, and when she got that standing ovation, she, like, yes, she deserved it and more. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, those are definitely things that uh, I'm excited for. I'm also excited to go to Batu. I'll be going to Batu in December. Ooh, nice. That is so exciting. Yes. Oh, yeah, my gosh. Yeah, we go to uh, Disney every year for Nikki's birthday. So Okay. 
because she spends her birthday with Kylo Ren. Um, <laughs> her birthday. Oh my God, she's gonna meet the actual like now the Batu version of Kylo. Yeah, she's gonna meet the Batu version of Kylo. She's always seen you know the one that's in uh, Launch Bay or yeah, whatever. the Launch Bay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, wow. Which is which is always fun, but like she only gets yeah. a couple minutes with him. Um, so now she's gonna be able to stalk him around, but too. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Are you with the resistance, young She'll be in full, young girl?" She'll be in full costume. <laughs> she will be in full costume. Perfect, Ella. Before we get off the the show here, I do want to say thank you so much for for coming on. It's just a lot of fun oh, to to hear from you about your your Star Wars story and and just what it's meant to you and your very great presence on on Twitter and and what I can say is just the the photos and the the videos of Nikki definitely bring a, a lot of joy to people and what can sometimes be a stressful place, you know, on Twitter, we can sometimes run into people that try to bring us down. And it's, it's just a nice break from that to remind us what star Wars is really all about. And I think that's, that's kind of what you're doing. So I appreciate it. And a lot of us do as well. Thank you. I appreciate hearing that because that is what, um, what I do it for. Um, I, I just want to bring some happiness to this fandom that can be very toxic mm-hmm. sometimes. It can be super, super toxic. So even if like a fight just breaks up because I posted a picture and everybody starts focusing on that instead, <laughs> um, it's like, please just let's let's smile because I get that so much. I get a lot of messages, you know, DMs or even just comments or, you know, uh, you know, Nikki has an Instagram, so I get messages over there on her DMs um, of just. Thank you for, you know, making me smile. This made my day. I was having a bad day. And then, you you know, I went and I looked at Nikki and it just made me laugh and smile because she's, you know, she's so cute. You know, she's my favorite cosplayer. You got, you know, things like that. So <laughs> speaking of what? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I do it. For that reason, you know, I put her yeah. out there, you know, because originally I was only going to do her in the mask mm-hmm. um, to kind of like hide her face, I guess you could say. Um, yeah. So my original attention was it's only going to be in the mask, but then she like wanted the scar and she just took such cute photos outside of the mask. And I was just like, oh, kid, you're killing me. So yeah. I just started posting her, you know, without it. And I'm like most of the people that follow me are friends with me on Facebook anyway. And then all of a sudden that blew up and I was like, okay, never mind. But yeah, so yeah, I, I do it so that to hopefully bring happiness to, to everybody. Well, you're definitely doing a great job. So for, for those of us who aren't already following you on, on Twitter and want to join in on the happiness, where can our listeners find you, whether it's Twitter or Instagram, whatnot? Um, so on Twitter and I don't use it anymore, but if you want to follow me on Tumblr. Uh, it's Obi Wan X Cannoli, and Cannoli is spelled with a K. Um, so K A N N O L I. Um, and then I don't have Instagram anymore, but Nikki does, and her Instagram is Nicoletta um, Jolene. So Jolene, like the song. Um, yeah, so that's where you can find either one of us. Um, I post a lot on my Twitter <laughs> um, of just, you know, my Star Wars thoughts and things like that. And then Nikki yeah. just filled with pictures of her. We, I post pretty much daily, um, either new photos of her or like old new photos because I haven't put, put them up yet. I've got tons that I haven't mm-hmm. put up yet. Fantastic. 
Well, we're, I'm definitely following, and again, it's a, it's a great joy in my day if I'm having a bad one. So we all appreciate it. And I got to ask too, what's with the, what's with the Obi-Wan cannoli? What's the inspiration behind, <laughs> behind that? I've been curious. I saw your new cannoli profile picture. I didn't recognize you at first when I was trying to find you in my DMs to like set the Skype call up. I was like, where is she? I don't know where she went. And I realized it was a new one. Well, <laughs> it wasn't like the wrapped one anymore with the, the hood. I have to give props to that for, uh, for that. That was done by Sam. Uh, she's a boots on Twitter. Uh, she's one of my best friends. Uh, she's hilarious. And <laughs> I'm not allowed to have best friends now. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear Nikki. She's telling me no best friends. Um, <laughs> see, Sam, I told you. Um, <laughs> I see, baby. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so she made that for me. And, um, it's actually there's a full photo of it that is up on my Twitter. It's uh, that's me as Obi Wan and then Nikki as Kylo Ren. Um, oh my gosh! It's really cute. It's funny. Um, so I changed it to that. But the origin of Obi Wan Cannoli is from the um, was it? It was an online film. I'm pretty sure it was only online called Grocery Store Wars. Mm-hmm. And, like, they had, like, all these different, like, plays on the characters. So, like, Chewbacca was Chew Broccoli. Han was <laughs> Ham Solo. Um, Princess Lettuce. Lord Tater. Cuke Skywalker, I'm pretty sure is what he was. Uh-huh. It was like, the Millennium Scallion. You know, so, like, it, it, it was just, like, this funny little online film that was I found hilarious. And I'm also Italian. It just it makes me laugh. I just I love the Obi Wan cannoli thing. Um, I love cannoli. Yeah. So, <laughs> and then like just like the image of him, it's just a cannoli in a like Jedi robe. It's just hilarious. Yes, so um, good. So I started using it. You know, like it's like my Xbox Live name. I guess. Yeah. Hey, if anyone wants to play Xbox with me, it's Obi Wan <laughs> with the K. Um, the C is taken. That's why it's with a K. Ah, uh, gotcha. The K has some personality, though. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a fan. It, it does. I feel like it has a little <laughs> extra to it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so <laughs> the C was always taken, so I just was like, ah, okay. Yeah. Taken, so I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ella, thank you so much again for for coming on Friends of the Force today. I'm so appreciative of your time, and it, it was great talking to you and having you on the show. And again, again, make sure if you're out there listening to this, if you haven't already started following her accounts. Go do that. It's it's a great, great. I will accept all interjections of Kylo Ren. Really, <laughs> truly, he's the best. So, um, Ella, again, thank you. Nikki, thank you so much for coming on <laughs> and answering our questions. It was our pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Of course, and you're always welcome on the show, and you're always a friend of the Force. So, And for all of you out there listening, again, thank you so much, and may the Force be with you always. Thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Friends of the Force. Remember to go give our podcast five stars wherever you listen to help other people find the show. Would really, really appreciate that. You can follow us at Friends of Force on Twitter and Friends of the Force on Instagram. You can also join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Friends of the Force starting at $1 a month. Thank you to our current patrons, Aldrianian Rose, Neil Lowry, Rural Farm Boy, Michael Condon, Chris from Kentucky, and T. 
thank you all for supporting Friends of the Force on Patreon. It means so much to me. And for all of you out there listening, thank you so much for listening to this show. And remember, we are a part of the Star Wars Escape Pods network. That is at We Are Escape Pods. It includes other shows such as Sky Talkers, Unmistakably Star Wars, and the Geeky Bubble Podcast. Again, that is the Star Wars Escape Pods network, promoting positivity and fandom. So that is all for today's episode. We will see you next week. And until then, we are all ones with the Force. We're all friends of the Force. And may the Force be with you always. Always.